welcome to season six of Travel Stories Podcast. My name's Hayden Lee. I am in Columbus, Ohio, United States of America. That's my new intro. I'm just going to do that wherever I am. Anyway, if you are in Columbus, Ohio, United States of America, then let me know because I am recording this yesterday. If you're listening to this on Thursday, this is me yesterday. This is yesterday me. This is Wednesday. It's Wednesday me. And uh, yeah, let's let me know. We'll hang out. I'm here. I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm not going to quote Alan Partridge again. I tell you what. If you're in Columbus, then I will be going out to some bar. Don't know where yet to watch UFC, the fight night with what's his name and the other bloke and that those two girls. <laughs> no one cares about UFC. Uh, yeah, that's the Columbus one. If you are in. If you are in, let's see, let's say Malaysia, just the country in general. If you're in Malaysia and you are on a bus on your way to your next location, then I would, let's do this, then I would, come on, I invite you, (laughs) English, man, then I would invite you to join me. I am, as I said, in, I've already done this, but in Columbus, Ohio, I'm not going to say it again, and um I'm in an Airbnb. You might be able to tell I'm in a bit of a different spot, right? I'm in this Airbnb that's uh, provided by the company. Lovely. And it's it's massive. And it's an old, uh, what's it called? It's in the Wonder Bread factory. The old Wonder, I don't know. Do they still make Wonder? Is that sort of thing? Wonder Bread? Uh, yeah, it's in an old factory and it's really industrial. It's like, there's like pipes and stuff. It's like really industrial. And it's got it's got a big echo in it, which is great because when I'm working at this little table here, my uh, my snare, right? Do you hear that? Massive echo, massive echo. And I don't think I'm going to denoise this one, so I might be a bit. There's a, there's a bit of a buzz in the, and a hum in the background, so they might just stay. I'm going to walk down the stairs here. There we go. So yeah, I am here. And last time I talked to you, I was looking forward to coming over here. However, it is cold. And I'll go into that. Oh, Jesus. Well cold down here. I see I'm on the I'm on the mezzanine level, right? Which is super warm. And down here is super, super cold. Really nice though. Really nice. I don't know why I came down here. I'm gonna go back up. I'm freezing down here. Yeah, so getting to I'm sure I said I'd come back to something, but I can't remember what it was. Getting to the States, right? I was at my friend Charlie's, who I uh, reference every episode. She's actually coming here today, which would be fun. And she then took me to the train station to get the train to Manchester. I'm glad I flew out of Manchester. They've got a smoking area. Lovely. <laughs> and yeah, flight was lovely. Seven and a half hours. Nice. Straight there. Not stopping over in, what's the common stops? Um, what's it called? Iceland. I usually stop over in Iceland. In fact, Charlie's on her way over here today. And she's stopping off at, I think, Amsterdam and then Boston. It's like a 15-hour journey. <laughs> Not cool. So my tip of the day, right? not that I've ever done a tip of the day, but my tip of the day is when you're looking at flights, yeah, that one might be 20 quid, 30 quid, 50 quid cheaper, but make sure you look, just think about your future self. That's my future. That's my tip of the day, rather. Think about your future self. Be kind to your future self. It's that I'm not going to, yeah, I will. We're going to go into Jordan Peters and stuff again. So... Think of yourself as a community of people. I've said that before, you know, that you, you a week from now is kind of think of him like a different person, you know, think of him like your mate that you're trying to help out because you are and you should be right. So when you're looking at flights, there's one for seven and a half hours 
and it's, I don't know, 250 bucks. Then there's one that's 15 hours and it's like 310. And like, I, I mean, you know me, working class, I, I want to go for the 250, you know? <laughs> say, the, say the one for 250 is like 15 hours long and the one for 310 is like seven hours long. Man, help yourself out, you know? Help yourself out. So yeah, that's my tip of the day. <laughs> tip of the day. But it is super, super cold here in Columbus. It's snowy. It looks... It looks like uh, Home Alone 2 outside. It's rather snowy. Is that Home Alone 1 or 2? I think it's 1 with the shovel. Yeah, it's 1. Home Alone 1, that's what it looks like. Yeah, I was in New York. Went to New York for this thing that we we did for work, which was lovely. And then I keep on saying lovely. I've just had a coffee, so it's going to kick in. We'll, We'll try and pinpoint the moment it kicks in, as we always do. So yeah, New York. New York's nice. And it was it was a different style of travel than I usually do. It really was, man. So I'm there in the in the Sheraton in Times Square in New York, like, okay, this is all right. <laughs> a bit weird. But it was I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, it was different. I don't know. What I didn't like about it was no kitchen. No kitchen in hotels. There probably was a kitchen somewhere, but no kitchen in the room, you know? If you're in a hostel or, a, or an Airbnb, actually, then you've got a kitchen. You've got yourself a kitchen. You can buy some cheap food and then make something cheap and nice and good for you, you know? But I did not eat well. <laughs> Even yesterday. Yesterday, we were, we were in the airport going from New York to Columbus, and there was a Shake Shack there. Shake Shack. So I, as I'm understanding about uh, the United States... Each state or some states have their own kind of burger place. It's like you got Shake Shack here and then you got In-N-Out down in California. And it's like, and apparently I had to try it. So in the morning for breakfast, bit of a burger, right? For breakfast, loving that. (laughs) And then we got to the other airport because we had to lay over in Chicago. And it was dinner time. And we're like, ah, what's around? Irish pub, nice. Have a burger? Yeah. (laughs) Two burgers, man. Didn't eat for the rest of the day. (laughs) <laughs> so I've not been eating well. I've been eating out an awful lot. And it's expensive in New York, man. Oh, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But it's been nice. And I've been learning a lot about... See, this is the thing. I've been learning a lot about American culture and the, the differences between... I mean, I already knew a lot of it, but the differences between Americans and the British. And I, it it has made me feel so much more British. It really has. Like, I found myself this morning listening to, like, Top Loader, Are They Even British?, it's a classic British song. And like that one song by that band, uh, The New Radicals, You Get What You Give. Yeah? You know, you know what I'm saying? You'll know if you heard it. And uh, the You and Me song, right, by that band that did the You and Me song. Oh, man, I know this. No, never mind. <laughs> you know the song. Um, you'll know it if you heard it. Listen to it. <laughs> so I've been feeling a lot more British. Oh, level 42 as well, obviously. Uh, yeah, I've been feeling a lot more British. And it's like... I don't know what it is. Wherever I am, I, I, I like not to fit in. Does anyone else feel that? It's like when I'm in England, I, I kind of, I don't know. It's like I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But when I'm here, it's like I am English. I am different. I am different. Maybe it's a, what's it called? A self-esteem thing. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like, I feel like I want to be different. I don't know why that is. But yeah. Oh, and another thing. I uh, got well back into a band that I should have been listening to all along, that I loved when I was 14, and for many, 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 many years, and occasionally go back to, now I'm back into them. No effects. How good is that band? Come on. So yeah, this is not about travel. <laughs> Speaking of that, that's what I was going to go back to. 
Uh, I don't know when, but at some point, I'm going to do the Hayden Lee show. <laughs> so, all right, reason why I haven't yet. This could, I mean, this could be a Hayden Lee show, show, episode, show. But the reason I haven't is because I've got all these interviews right, that I've done. And I still need to do some more, but I'm terrible at actually doing the interviews because it means it's like an hour of my time, which is it's hard to get because I'm doing a lot of work. We're, we're here for a lot of business stuff, and it's like it's really hard to do that. And before I left, there was still a lot of business. This is the boringest thing I've ever heard. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's hard to get the time. And so in order to do the Hayden Lee show, I still need, obviously, content for this show, content that makes it sound weird. But I want to do these things, but I'm, I'm going to produce them differently. It's going to be kind of like, like when I talk about a specific travel topic, right? So it'll be like, uh, let's say solo travel, right? It'd be an episode on solo travel. So it'd be me talking about some stuff, maybe some, some you know, just, just me talking about solo travel, right? And then the interview that I've had with someone, right, will be kind of in there as well, you know? So it'd be me like, ah, you know, with solo travel, you, you, you always end up meeting people. I don't know, that's not my voice. I'm trying to imitate myself. You always end up meeting people, you know, and it's uh, uh, Jeff. <laughs> I haven't interviewed a Jeff yet, but Jeff uh, had some interesting thoughts on this. And then there's Jeff playing. And then it's kind of the interview as well as myself, you know what I mean? So it's going to be good. But that takes a lot of editing, takes quite a bit of time. You've got to kind of almost create a script out of it. Not my scripted parts, but create a structure, you know. So that's, that's going to take some time and I've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> and so, because the thing is, I could do an episode like this for this show, but then the episode for Hayden Lee show might be exactly the same. And what's the point in that, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. If any of you guys have got some great ideas. In fact, no, there are no ideas. The, the idea is do the work. So <laughs> I got to do that and then um, and get that sorted. Maybe one day if I have some sort of a free day, even though that doesn't exist, maybe I'll get them all done and then I can actually launch a Hayden Lee show, which I'll need you guys' help with because the first, the first kind of, uh, the first... I don't know, week or so of when a podcast goes live is like the most important. If you if it can grow then, then it will snowball effect, you know? So I'll need you guys' help because, right, it's a show right, called the Hayden Lee Show. So it was named after some bloke that you haven't heard of. If you're if you're if you not if you're not if you come on, if you're not listening to this right now, it's some bloke you haven't heard of, right? There's a picture of him on a Harley on the front, he's trying to look cool. He's not, right? And then you listen to it and it's just him talking about stuff right and if you're i mean if you listen to this you you might want to hear that i uh, still don't know why but <laughs> yeah but if you're a random person you'll go well this is this is ridiculous the guy thinks he's funny i don't i know i'm not <laughs> and he's just talking about random stuff why would anyone want this negative review so i might <laughs> so i might need you guys's help so that it doesn't just crash and burn <laughs> right then <laughs> yeah what i've been thinking about travel wise uh packing that's been fun so i've been traveling well i've been in new york with uh cody the the old business owner of the business and his wife nina right and they're uh, aspiring travelers they're kind of they're in that space where uh, some of where some of you might be right where they have an apartment they have a dog they they're married they have uh not so much commitments to a certain space because he works from wherever as well so that's it. That's a good part. But they have all this stuff and they have a home. They, they, they feel, like when we were going into Columbus, I was like, do you guys feel like you're really home now? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Columbus is the best. I love my city. This is, this is where I'm supposed to be, right? And so they're, they're aspiring travelers. 
And uh, it was, it's the old like suitcase thing and like, oh, we need to get some packing tips off you. And it, it just got me thinking about all these packing tips again, you know, and, and just general tips on travel for someone in that situation. It's like when it comes to the packing tips, I just went back to my old, old thing of, right, lay out all your stuff that you need, half it and half it again. And obviously the other one of, what is it? Take less stuff, take more money. That's one of the best tips you can get on travel. Take less stuff, take more money. However you have to do it. Rob an old woman. Don't, uh, well, you know, if you really need to rob an old woman, right? But take more stuff. No, less stuff. There you go. More <laughs> money. Oh, man. And what was the other thing? Um, and Nina was, say- Nina was saying about eating, like eating on the road, because she also, she was like, I need a kitchen. I need my own stuff. I want my own fridge. I want to be able to make stuff. And I don't like going out and buying stuff because she's, you know, gluten-free. And, and uh, I think she vegetarian or vegan one of the two and it's it's not hard to find stuff that's gluten-free vegan especially in new york city but it is expensive and it is hit or hit or miss right and so it is nice having that thing and that goes back to what i was saying before about having a kitchen man having an airbnb having a hostel having stuff like that with a kitchen instead of a hotel this is why this is why i don't stay in hotels you know it's just one room if you think about it it's just one room right like you've got a like you've got a bedroom in an airbnb it's just one room right and you got no kitchen, you got nothing. It's it's weird. You feel a lot more like a visitor. That's the thing as well, the difference between tourism and travel, right? It's like if you're in an Airbnb, you're in someone's house if they're there. If you're just getting a room in an Airbnb, you feel like you're you feel less like a tourist, right? You feel like you're actually there in the community because you are literally in the community. You're in someone's house, right? And the same same can almost be said about hostels. Because you're there with a bunch of travelers, and travelers by nature aren't so aren't so touristy. The vast majority aren't so touristy, and you'll make some friends, and then it's kind of like you're there now. You're not just going there and seeing the sights, and I, I am here for a little bit. This is my room. This is my toaster. You know, they don't even have toasters in the hotel room. <laughs> and so, yeah, it got me thinking about that as well. And I don't know that thing. That thing that always happens uh, has been happening again, where. Whenever we meet someone, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, so you travel, you know, where are you living, all that stuff. And then the thing always comes up of, I hold up my bag and go, this is everything in my life. Apart from a motorcycle, this is everything I own, this little 15-liter backpack. Everyone goes, well, no way. And some people go, doesn't that stress you out? I think it's the opposite, man. I think it's the opposite. Because it's like, if I want to get de-stressed, right, if I want to get de-stressed, I like to put everything in order. Right. I'll rearrange, not rearrange, but I'll, I'll pack my bag. I'll make sure all my clothes are washed and I'll pack my bag. Even if I'm not going anywhere, everything has its place and everything's in its place. If I were in a house, I would clean the house and make sure everything's in its place. That's, I mean, packing my bag is the kind of, that's the cleaning of my house, really. And so I think it's, it's less stressful because you don't have all of this stuff kind of strewn everywhere, right? You don't have all of this stuff and that stuff it does occupy a physical space, but I think it also occupies a space in your mind. In your mind, there's a little tiny bit that goes, my toaster is there, right? I don't want to say toaster a lot. My toaster is there, right? And that occupies a little bit of your mind. If you add up all the ones, you know, like, oh, maybe I need to get some uh, body wash. I don't know. But my, my thing is there. My TV is there. That is there. That could do with cleaning. That's a lot of space in your mind, man. When you've just got a bag and you can see it and everything is there, you have none of that space taken up in your mind. None of it at all. If that bag is is clean and clear and properly packed, it's like, 
that's it. That's everything. This is the same feeling as when I was on the bike and I've got everything on the back of the bike, everything I own on the back of the bike. It's, it's so freeing, man. It's so weird. It's like, you know that, okay. So, you know, that feeling that everyone gets where they go, man, I kind of like a zombie apocalypse. That would be kind of enjoyable, right? It's true. It would be, right? And it would definitely sort out the uh, human race a little bit. (laughs) But yeah, the zombie apocalypse. Part of the reason that we find that so appealing is because I think part of it is that the responsibility, not so much responsibilities, but the the things in your life that maybe you you feel, ah, I don't want to have to go to work on Monday. Oh, I don't want to have to do that. Oh, I've got to pay insurance for that. All of that goes out the window. So all of the stresses are, are gone. All of them are gone, right? And then, in fact, all of the stresses have gone in my life as well. That's how I've, how I've designed it. I don't have to stress about going to work on Monday. I don't have to stress about paying insurance for that or paying the mortgage on that, although I will do one day. We'll go on to that. But what was my point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, zombie apocalypse. And so I think the other thing that makes that so appealing is that yeah, when you imagine yourself in a zombie apocalypse, it's just you. Yeah, you're fighting for your life, but it's just you out there. Maybe your friends as well, but it's just you out there with what you can carry and that's everything. Man, I'd be fine in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I'd be great. I mean, yeah, that, man, how good would it be? Because, <laughs> like, it's a thing of burning building, your house is burning down, what do you take, you know? Like, I don't know, what do you, what would I take? In fact, that was a question, oh, I'm going to and from loads of things here. That was a question that was posed to me, like, yesterday. I, uh, because I said, my bag feels a lot lighter. <laughs> that worries me. And then, uh, and then I had a feel and I could feel my laptop in it. And I was like, ah, no worries. And then Nina said, well, in your bag, like if you lost your bag, what? I, I said, yeah, everything's replaceable. Everything is replaceable in there apart from potentially my computer because that's how I, my computer is the lifeblood right, of my life. It's basically like my, well, it is my job. It's not only was it ridiculously expensive, <laughs> which I'm not bragging about. I'm severely unhappy about that. Um, not only was it ridiculously expensive, but it's how I make money, you know. So th- that's, I mean, I, obviously it could be replaced, but that's the thing that I'd be a bit annoyed about losing. Everything else, I mean, what is it? T-shirts, uh, the mic to do this. I could, I mean, I can get into the mic. Yeah, everything else is absolutely replaceable. If I have my laptop, I could lose my bag and I would not care. Would not care. I'd be a bit, a bit annoyed to uh, lose the bag. It's a nice bag. Apart from that, absolutely fine. Nothing in there. What was my point? <laughs> Zombie apocalypse. Uh, whoa, how did I get onto that? <laughs> um, I was just thinking about zombie apocalypses then. So uh, me and Charlie one time, we were waiting for a plane from somewhere to somewhere else. I think we were in Germany maybe. And... Uh, and there's this fun thing you can do. If you've got like a few hours to kill, right? If you've got like three hours to kill. I mean, I think ours was a good good two hours or something. But if you've got three hours to kill, right? Then all you do is you say, right, wherever we are, wherever you are, you're hanging with a friend. And you go, right, right here, right now. Radio comes on, zombie apocalypse. What do we do? What's our first step? And then the, the friend that you're with goes, oh, well, we'd, we'd go over to that building and then see if we can, you know, kind of hide out there for a bit. And then you go, all right. And then you, you craft the narrative. You go, okay, we go into that building and then there's, there's a, a woman there with a kid, right? And it's so much fun. Woman there with a the kid. And she's like, oh, you know, can, can, can we come with you? And then you pose that decision to them. It's like a choose your own adventure, right? You pose that decision to them. And then they go, yeah, yeah okay, we'll let her come with her. And you can find out a lot about your mates by doing this as well. 
And then you go, oh, well, okay. So the, the woman's hanging with us with a kid. And then you notice, right, as we're walking, you notice the kid's got a little bite on her arm, right? And you add in all these variables, man, it's so much fun. So much fun. But <laughs> there's a travel tip. If, you've got, if you're on a bus or something and you've got like three hours to kill, do that. It is so much fun because it could go on potentially forever. And you just create these new scenarios. And by the end, you've killed like seven people. <laughs> and you can really like see things about your friends you never knew, you know? <laughs> Some people are just like, no, trust no one. Trust absolutely no one. And they just, they get into that first house. No, kill them both. Kill them both. <laughs> But yeah, and then some people are too trusting, but then you can play on that by adding in things into the story, like, ah, but then she double crosses here, and then you wake up and you're tied up, and then what do you do, you know? So yeah, <laughs> this is not a trick. This, this should be a Hayden Lee show episode. <laughs> right, anyway, so I'm in Columbus now until, when am I in Columbus? Until, what is the date now? 16th, I'm in, it'll be the 17th by the time you hear this. So I'm in Columbus until the 27th. So I'm in here for t like 10 days if you're hearing this when it goes out, right? So if you're in Columbus, let me know. We'll hang out. Preferably Saturday night. That's when I'm going to go see UFC. And then I'm going to Rio, as you guys know. And man, I really have been looking forward to that. I really have. And you know what? I'd, you know what I think it is, right? So all of New York, we sp I spent with Cody and Nina. And I love Cody and Nina. They're like the best people in the world, right? However... That sounds bad. However, there was one day when uh, Cody was like, right, let's let's go to brunch and meet this bloke and we'll hang out and we'll do some stuff. And I did have some work to do, right? So I wanted to do the work. But also, I was like, man, I, I mean, I need, I need like a half a day just to chill, you know, just to stay in the hotel room, do some work, chill in me boxes and just, just have uh, like, have a shower, clean the room, sort out, they tell you what I did, sorted out my bag. That's what it was, man. It's that refresh. Refresh? Refresh. There you go. It's that refresh. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's refresh? Is that the American way? Or I was, yeah. It's that refresh of I have to sort my bag out, I have to clean myself, have a shave. It's that, you know? I needed that. And then I needed to couple that with time by myself to think. And for, It's like meditation, you know, for my, for my brain to kind of clean itself out. It's like cleaning up the RAM in your computer, you know? That's what I had to do. And that's kind of how I'm thinking of Rio, in a sense, in a sense especially when, when I first get there. What I'm really looking forward to is getting there, which is going to be hilarious because I'm going to be wearing a winter coat and a scarf and motorcycle boots. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, wear all, the, wear all the heavy stuff, put all the other stuff in your bag, obviously. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting there, getting into my place, and then, uh, and then just sitting in a chair and going, <sighs> you know? That's what I'm looking forward to, just being by myself, being by myself. And I've got this thought as well, I don't know, it's relatively pervasive, that I'm going to meet my wife <laughs> in Brazil. Either, <laughs> either I'm, I'm saying it and so trying to make it happen because for some reason that's what I want. Hopefully it's not a temporary reason as to why I want that. Or I'm saying it and manifesting it. We'll see. We shall see. I just feel like it's going to happen. That's, that's how I feel. It's because I feel like I'm ready. It's because I feel like I'm ready, you know? And then we were talking as well, me and Nina and Cody, about traveling with kids, with a family, with dogs, because they've got one dog. They were thinking about getting another dog. And it's like, uh, well, when you, were, when you have a kid, oh, that was it. We saw a baby with, um, on, on the plane. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And then Nina said, uh, is that going to be you, you know, with a baby on a plane? I was like, hell yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Me and a baby on a plane and my wife, hopefully. And uh, 
And yeah, that's, that is the, see, this is the thing. That's the vision I see of my life. However, who knows? Who knows what will happen? You know, when I was 14, I, I knew I was going to be a massive punk rock musician, you know? So who knows? Who knows what it'll be like? But that's the vision I have. It's fun to think about these things. That Man, the coffee has kicked in. I'm going from one thing to the other. But that just reminded me of my thing of when, when something could happen. I've said this before, actually, when something could happen and you get excited about it and some people go, no, don't, don't get your hopes up. I don't want to get my hopes up. I mean, it could happen, but I don't want to get my hopes up, right? I'm the opposite of that. Man, get those hopes right up there because then I've said this so many times before, <laughs> get those hopes up there because what is more fun? Being stagnant and being kind of, what's the phrase? Being uh, kind of walking the line of not average, what's the, stagnant, I guess, is, is, the word I'm looking for, but like not high or low. You're not super sad. You're not super happy. You're just not getting your hopes up. This may happen. This may not. I'm easy either way, but I really do want it to happen. But it, it might do. I hope it does, but I'm not going to believe that it does because then my hopes will be dashed. And that is bad because bad feelings are bad. I think the opposite is the better way to go. I always get my hopes up as, uh, you know, this could happen. Oh, imagine this. Let's, let's, let's imagine what it's going to be like. Oh, man, when I get to Rio, oh, it's going to be so good. The sun's going to be shining right in front of the beach. I'll go out there. I'll meet some people. I'll meet my wife. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a beautiful romance. That's, I'm getting my hopes up because I think that's much, I think it's much better to get your hopes up and have them dashed <laughs> than to just be stagnant the whole way. It's so much more fun. It's a roller coaster, man. I mean, how much uh, a roller coaster with no ups and downs is a train. That you can take that quote to the bank. That is good. That is. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pat myself on the back on that one. A roller coaster with no ups and ups and downs is a train. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, we should we should get rolling on that. That's nice. That is. What was it again? Roller coaster with no ups and downs is a train. And how boring's a train, right? Yeah. And no, I'm going to try not to make it any better because that's a good quote, that is. Quote me on that. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my philosophy on that. If if all of my hopes get dashed with something, oh, I could, you know, it, that's why I don't play the lottery because every time I do, I do all the, the numbers, I go, that's it, I've won. Oh, what am I going to spend it on? <laughs> and then when the numbers come up and they're not mine, I'll be, my hopes will be dashed. Oh, no. Oh, I really thought I won that. That's so much more fun, man. That's so much. It's like getting involved in in football or something like that. If you watch or UFC, if you're watching and you don't care about the people, you don't care about the fighters. And I will come back to this, but I'm just going to interject to myself. <laughs> uh, when when you show someone UFC, right, and it's just the fights, and it's like this guy, the bald guy versus the guy with all the tattoos. It's like, that's, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see what happens. But if you know it as Cody Garbrandt versus Henry Cejudo, and Henry Cejudo is the 125 champ, Cody Garbrandt, not Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw is the 135 champ. He's trying to get down to 125 pounds, which is ridiculous because he's so ripped. And Henry Cejudo thinks he's the champ champ because he's the Olympic champ as well. And then there's all this stuff involved. That is so much better. Oh, man, I hope I can remember the original point. Oh no! Oh yeah, that was it. If you uh, if you really get into the UFC, uh, the fight or the football match, if you if you have a stake in the game, if you really want something to happen, and then your hopes get dashed and you lose, you go, oh no, that's such a better night out than going to go see some two teams you don't care about 
and just, ah, don't really care who wins. I'd prefer them to win, obviously, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. They might not win, you know, protecting myself. I'm protecting myself. Man, this is about life, right? This is about life. This is about, you could go out there, you could go travel, you could get on a plane, get on a bus, go see whatever is out there. You could, you could fail. You, it could go horribly wrong. It could go horribly wrong. But what's the point in not putting yourself out there? You could just stay in your comfort zone. It's all about comfort zones, man. You could stay in your comfort zone and just be stagnant. And yeah, you'd be safe. And yeah, maybe you wouldn't have as devastating lows. But I think you've got more of an underlying low there. Do you know what I mean? If you if you want to travel, of course, I think you've got an underlying low all the way there. You don't have the devastating highs and lows, you know, which I think is much better. Man, I talked about so much random stuff and that was great. Shall we get to... Some questions. Oh, man, I've got so many messages on WhatsApp. Okay. If you want to send a message, by the way, it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. Or on the email, Hayden Lemail, as in M-A-I-L. I always mess that up. At gmail.com. <clears throat> this one is from Lewis. He says, just heard your newest podcast where you answered my question. Thank you. No worries, mate. While you, while you say laboring is hard work, yes it is, I told my boss where to shove it. <laughs> Love it. And I'm now on a flight to Portugal to go work on an olive farm via woofing. Thanks. Man, there you go. <laughs> That's how to get it done. <laughs> Does anyone ever think about it, like quitting their job and how they're going to do it, you know? Like just come in one day and if you've, if you've already started another job or you've already got plans or whatever, you just walk in there. They don't know you're quitting. If it's a terrible job, that is, and you don't like the people you work with, just walk into the office. If it's an office, and go, hey, guys, like at least 15 minutes late, at least. Maybe halfway through the day is better. So they're worrying, you know, and they missed calls all morning long, right? Just walk in and go, hey, fellas, uh, how you going? Hard at work, are you? Hard at work. Yeah, no, nice, nice, nice. Jim, get a coffee on. Get a coffee on, Jim. Sound, sound. Um, oh, my boss, oh, Jeff. <laughs> Why is it Jeff? Why is it always Jeff? You're right, Jeff. Um, oh, you were late today. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, I don't really care, Jeff. I don't really care. Well, I'll have your job for this. First of all, that's a very strange phrase to say, I'll have your job for this. You are my boss. You could just you could just fire, him out, fire me right now. Well, I fire you right now. Well, I quit. I quit, Jeff. And <laughs> the hell am I doing? Coffee's strong here in the USA. <laughs> this one is from Raymond J. Dam. He says, Hey man, I'm listening to some of your old podcasts. The one where you interview Nate and Kara. Nate, oh no, Nate from Kara and Nate. You said that you were interested in vlogging some of your Europe trip. Did you end up taking videos? No, no I didn't. No, <laughs> no because, right... I was working as well, right? I was working, but also I'm trying to think of an excuse, loading excuse. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I wanted to, no, that's a bad excuse. Um, I can't remember what my actual excuse is. I say excuse, reason, reason, at least try and make it sound legitimate. Um, I'm lazy. No, well, <laughs> no, it's just the camera. It's the... <laughs> 
It's a lot of work, and maybe I'm lazy, but it's it just seems like a lot. Because I was thinking, well, do I do I take videos every day and then edit it all one day on, on a week? And that's a full day of editing. That's a lot, you know, because seven videos. Or do I hire it out and do I do I pay someone to do it? But then that's I mean, that's a bunch of money each month to do that. It was just I don't know. I, I just felt like I'll just do the podcast. You know, I'll just do the podcast. Maybe one day I'll do. I would. What's that noise? What is that noise? Uh, maybe one day I'll do some video. I would like to do some video at some point. I'm thinking about taking a, a motorcycle across USA, something like that. I'll do something like that in the future. I mean, after Brazil, I'm going back to England and uh, doing some karate. And then what else am I doing? I think I might get my airplane. Airplane? Pilot's license. <laughs> and then I don't know. We'll see. I would like to do some video, though. I do like video. Anyway, he continues. I'm going to Australia in four months uh, now, and I'm very interested in recording it, but unsure if I should record my first trip or just enjoy it. That's a good That's a good question. It's an interesting decision. It is. What are your thoughts? Keep up the great work as well, man. I really enjoy your podcast and look forward to each episode. Hopefully, we will cross paths one day. Yes. In fact, I'm going to send him. He's... Uh, He's online now, so I'm I'm going to send him a message. Right, this is going to be this is going to be weird only for him, not for any other listeners. I do apologize. I'm literally answering your question on the podcast now. You'll hear this when you listen and realize. How annoyingly slow I type with one hand. <laughs> Send. Cool. <laughs> right, recording. Um, that was the other thing as well. It sounds like an excuse. That was the other thing as well. I wanted to be there. I don't want to spend my time behind a camera. I don't really take a lot of photos either, you know? The only reason I take photos is like for my mum, you know? So I, don't really, I didn't really want to be behind the camera. And there's, it's a double, it's a double-edged sword of, it can make you do more stuff that you would enjoy. Right, I've got to go out somewhere and do something today because I've got a film. Right, that's cool. I like that. It gets you out there. It gets you out of your laziness. I've got to go out there and do something. But it can. It's the double-edged sword because it's also like, right, uh, I'm picking things that would be good, kind of a uh, camera stuff. <laughs> there's a word there. Footage. There you go. Camera stuff. But maybe you just want to. Maybe you want to have one of those days that I had in New York where you just want to hang out and get sort out your bag and do nothing. And it's not, you don't want to film that, but it's just, but you want to do it, but you feel like you shouldn't. So I don't like ever having to feel like I should do something. That's a big thing of it. That's a big thing of it. So I'd say, I'd say for the first one, for the first, what was it? For the first uh, Australian four months, and I'm very interested uh, if I should record my first trip or just enjoy it. I think you should just enjoy it. If it were me, I would just enjoy it. And then, because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things to, to that you'll experience on your first trip. I'd enjoy it, but I'd take pictures. I would take pictures so you can still have the memories, even though you will have the memories. But then your second trip, get that camera out, get it done. Yeah, I like that. This next one is from... Wait, who was that? Where did I get that picture? That uh, from... Oh, that was... The, okay, sound. Oop, okay, we can do this. <laughs> How am I still a podcaster? This is from It's Dupuy. 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 Oh, no. I was guessing it was French. Is it a French name? 
it looks like a French D-U-P-U-I-S. Dupuis. Right? Am I right? Anyway. <laughs> she says. Hey Hayden. Hey. Doing some traveling today in the Yucatan in Mexico. Today I decided I was going to bicycle to this crocodile zoo. Zoos in quotation marks. Only to find out Google Maps thought it was appropriate for me to cycle on a highway. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, where are we? Uh, scared, I turned around and opted for some gelato instead. Brilliant. I got my scoop and popped on your podcast. Immediate was, immediately, I was like, Hayden wouldn't let a little stretch of freeway stop an adventure. <laughs> nice. So I backtracked, found the jungle route, and swept my brains out. Made it to the place, only to realize this is actually one of those we keep wild animals in captivity and maybe drug them so you can take an Instagram photo with them type of place. Oh, dear. Alas, the adventure is the story, not the destination. Thanks for unknowingly pushing me into a gorgeous bike ride adventure. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. That's cool. Did you just hear a noise? Is there a noise? Anyway, uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I really appreciate that. I like that a lot. It's, hmm, it's those things where you come to the, that fork in the road and you go, am I not doing this because it's right to not do this? Or am I not doing it for some other reason? Be it fear or be it, I feel like, I feel like something could happen and it might be dangerous or you know, I don't consider them real reasons. <laughs> is it a real reason that you're not going or is it an excuse, you know? And that's a, that's the ability to tell between the two is quite a high level ability. I'm not saying I have it. It's a high level ability. You know, it's the ability to look at your own thoughts and say, hold on, no, this is, no, this is because of this, you know? So man, I'm, I'm glad that I could help with that. That's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, you guys listening, man, take that one, take that idea, man. Like when you, when you've got a decision to make, am I making this, what reason, what is the reason for making this decision and see if it goes with your morals and what you want to be and et cetera, and then make this, the decision. That's awesome. Thank you for the message, man. This is from Jack Watson, 1996. How were people born in 1996? I remember 1996. I'm only 29. He says, hi, Hayden, how's it going? It's going well. Thank you. I'm severely caffeinated now. And super warm. I do kind of want to go downstairs, but I know it's really cold down there. It's like, I might hang out on the stairs, actually, because then it'd be the best of both worlds. He says, I messaged you about a year ago saying I wasn't much of a traveler yet. Well, here's an exciting update. Oh, man, how excited am I for this message? Having graduated from uni and got a good job in the area I studied, something that most people would see as enough to keep you happy for the rest of your days, I decided after six months that this life was not for me. Man, we're all the same people, aren't we, in this community? Like, there's a lot of people listening to that going, yep, six months, that's about right, that is. Uh, I've just booked a one-way ticket, this is such a good message, uh, to Bali, where I'm going to meet friends there and check it out before heading to India to explore the country on my own. The deep end, never heard of it. <laughs> I love this guy. This is amazing, man. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. I love it. He continues. Had I not decided to randomly search travel on the podcast app and listen to one of your shows, then the previous season, uh, then, then, oop, then the previous season, and now avidly, the latest se oh, I see. Listen to one of your shows, then the previous season, and now, avidly, the latest series. There is no way I would have ta just taken this plunge. Keep up the great work. Your show has been a real inspiration, and I hope you have the best time in Brazil. Cheers. Man, I feel so good now. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, you're, you're doing life correctly. <laughs> At least in this sports fan's opinion. You're doing life correctly. Well done to you, man. That is awesome. Have fun in Bali. 
have fun in Bali. It's a good place. I was talking about Bali yesterday, but it was a little, um, what's the word? What is the word? Cynical. Not about the place, just about some of the people that go there and their mm, activities. <laughs> that sounds really weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's a big thing in like the West Coast of the States to go to Bali and have a spiritual experience and collect some crystals and stay in a five-star hotel with workers <clears throat> that are basically servants. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You're going to enjoy India. Let us know how it goes. Keep writing in. Let us know how it goes, man. This one is from Fried Eggs and Sam. This is Sam. She works for our company and she's actually coming here in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> she says, Hayden, Lee, Winston, etc., etc. I never say etc. because I know there's etc. Anyway, etc. Winston, by the way, the only nickname I've ever had. Winston. Only one guy called at me. Don't know why, but I like it. <laughs> I have to thank you. Oh, good. Your podcast just got me through quite a bumpy plane ride. I love how you got lo get lost in thought. No, that's good. Uh, laugh at yourself and have 27 different conversations in one. Man, this episode is like the epitome of that. Uh, keep it up. Looking forward to meeting in just a few weeks. Well, she's here in just a few hours. Man, how long ago did she send this message? I'm sorry, Sam. In fact, I'm going to see her in a few hours. This is weird, man. Time is strange. I'm glad I could keep you company, Sam. And I'm looking forward to meeting you in a few hours, which is like 12 hours before this episode goes live. Time is weird. <sighs> this one. Let's see. <clears throat> Where are we? This one is from friend of the show, Jenny Reed. She says, just listen to the latest. I had a similar experience as you had with the sugar cane. Oh, yeah. If you hadn't heard that, if you haven't heard that episode, it's where I was eating some sugar cane or attempting to, and I was chewing it for like ages. And I was like, nah, I can't swallow it yet. I just can't. I'm going to choke. And I, I was feeling weird about these. I was hanging out with this kind of, I think it was a bloke and his missus. I don't know. It was family. I can't remember. <laughs> and I was just, do I chew, do I chew it now? And, and then the guy, uh, the guy says, give me a sugar cane. And then he bites a bit off. He chews it like, this is me chewing it. And then he spits it out. I'm like, oh, you're supposed to spit it out. Got it. Really good. You should definitely try some sugar cane. She says, uh, I had a similar experience, but with the, don't know how to say that, Betel, B-E-T-E-L, depends where it's from, in Yangon, depends where that is as well. <laughs> as well. I feel like I should know that. Betel, Betel, Betel. Uh, Batil, there we go, that was the other one. Uh, swallowed it whole before anyone could save me. Worth it for a lot of toothless laughter. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, man, I love those things where you don't know how it works. And in fact, that's happened a lot in the States. You don't know how it works and people have to teach you. <laughs> I kind of like it, man. It happens a lot with all the all the bills and stuff. Not the bills, the, yeah, bills, I guess. Could I get the bill, please? The check, please, whatever. It happens a lot with that over here. And because uh, I went out, I was getting some drinks, we went to this bar. It was, uh, it's called Barcade or it was a Barcade. I don't know whether that was the name or whether that's like a thing over here, but it was, it was a bar. You guessed it with an arcade in it. They had Mortal Kombat 2. They had loads of cool, I'm not going to do all the Mortal Kombat voices again, although that was the most fun I've ever had. Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, early nineties video again. 
uh, yeah, they had all these arcades, and I went up to the to the bar and Japan, and <laughs> and uh, and what did I, I got a round of drinks? And she goes, open or closed? I was like, what? She goes, open or closed? I, I, I uh, uh, <laughs> she goes, would you like your, your tab open or closed? I was like, uh, closed? And she was like, all right, sound, give me your card. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then there was some blokes next to me. I was like, what, uh, what's going on? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, your tab, either you keep it open, she keeps your card, and then you just keep on doing that. Or they close it and, and you have that and it's like you have to bring your card again and, and kind of do it again. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then uh, and then it came and it was like, you know, do you want to put a tip on? And I don't know the, the tipping culture out here. I don't know. I mean, I know that restaurant works and stuff. Like that. They, it's a weird system. They get paid like nothing and then they make the money through tips. Why not just pay them? I don't understand it. Every other country does it. I do not understand it. Right. And so I said to the blokes next to me, I was like, do uh, tip? How much do I? How much? And then he let me know. I was like, thanks, mate. But yeah, I kind of like being that, being that guy that knows nothing. Trying to know. <laughs> she also says, you need the podcast Health Made Simple, Dr. Bart Precourt. <laughs> Probably not, he said, for your new life in Brazil. Interesting. Uh, well, I've just spoken to, well, just before I left the country, I spoke to, I am bad with names. I am bad with names. I'm looking up the name because I'm bad with names. Gonna find the name. Hodante Beltejar. <laughs> Not how you say it. That's, that's the Portuguese one. Rodante Beltejar. Oh, I can't do it. Beltejar. Uh, see, I can't, this is why I don't speak Spanish. Beltejar. <laughs> still put a little bit with the Portuguese. Are. I spoke to him and uh, he's a uh, physical therapist, potentially. And I'm going to chat with him. And then Nina uh, of Cody and Nina. Uh, she's a... Uh, health coach health and wellness coach so i've got a lot of people that are going to be helping me out which is wonderful but thank you for the recommendation i probably will take a listen actually that's awesome this next one is from where are we this next one is oh we've got a reply we've got a reply from raymond j dam let's do this let's do let's do this reply in the same one I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it, man, he says. I've been listening back to all your old episodes at work and running out, but you've had some very inspiring guests. I read the book Vagabonding, great call, and it speaks to me so much. Hell yeah, man. If you guys haven't read Vagabonding by Rolf Potts, check that out. Check that out. In my interview with Rolf Potts in like episode whatever, uh, it, it was just me going, man, you changed my life like, the entire time. <laughs> uh, looking forward to your new episode that I'm, this is weird. Looking forward to your new episode. That's the one I'm recording now. But I'm, Maybe one day I can get on your show and tell you about my journey of getting debt-free. I like that. And making this Australia and New Zealand trip possible. That is a good uh, choice, uh, good, what's it called, uh, subject for an episode. Let's definitely do that. Because who's listening to this now who think, who's thinking, I would be traveling all over the world right now. I would be on a train in Thailand. It's just that funds, man, funds. You know, so that is a that, yeah, brilliant topic for an episode. Episode. Let's uh, let's definitely do that. Hell yeah! There's a link in the description, link in description of this episode uh, with a thing that says "Get on the show." <laughs> I don't know why I didn't cover it. Get on the show. So uh, hit that, and then we'll we'll set it up. We shall set it up. Let's definitely do that. How many have we got left? Two or three. Two or three. This next one is from. Oh come on. 
Fa- <laughs> I'm guessing it's silent P. Fan Fano Rathoa. Tell me how that was. Fano Rathoa. I'm guessing a silent G as well. Yeah. Let me know how I did on that. I'm terrible with pronunciation. Hi, Lee. Hello. I'm Fano. Oh, yeah. I got the first name, last name, right? 26 from South Africa. Just listened to your pod since June. Oh, I've been listening to your podcast since June 18. Oh, wow, that's a long time. And of course, I love it. Oh, thank you very much. It's entertaining and very informative, and your laid-back approach to things resonates with me, and I guess everyone who wants to travel. Thank you very much, man. I love that. Simply put, we want to travel and reach the point you're at, where we can take things as they come, take it easy, and just do it. I just came back from my first international trip to India, and I have a story to tell when you're ready. Hell yeah. Same thing as I was just saying the last one. Get on the show. Definitely. And man, I'm, I'm happy I can be some sort of... I don't want to say inspiration, but you know what I mean. I'm happy I can help with mindsets when it comes to this. Because, like I say every time, it's entirely possible. And maybe this episode that we're going to do about how to maybe get debt-free and how to start a budget and how to save for travel and the financial aspect. Because surely, if we were all billionaires, you know we wouldn't... Like, maybe you wouldn't be where you're sitting now. Maybe you're on the way to work. Maybe you'd, you'd be somewhere else. You'd be in a hot air balloon above Malaysia. You know, so yeah, maybe that's what's stopping a lot of people. Maybe it's the mindset thing. I can, I, I feel like I can help a lot with the mindset thing, just putting some stuff out there for people to think about. But uh, yeah, man, that's my plan. That's my plan. That's I really do enjoy it when you guys get out there. When you, when like the messages that I get that are like, man, you inspired me to to do this, and now I'm I'm out here on my first solo journey, and I'm loving it. I love that man because that's what happened to me with Ralph Potts. He wrote the book. And I read it, and that's why on that episode, I'm just like, man, you changed my life. <laughs> like, that's amazing. I, I feel honored. <laughs> this one is from... Sm- oh, God. Sm- <laughs> oh, dear. I just coughed right into the mic. Uh, S. I've never been able to pronounce his name. Mot. Ma- Ma- nope. Mot. Ma- <laughs> Ma- okay, we can do this. Monaghan. That's definitely not how you say it. It's that Irish name, you know? Or Scottish? Celtic. 57. <laughs> he says, Hey, Hayden. Hey. Sorry about your name. How are you going, mate? I'm going well. Are you Australian? Are you Australian? Let's see. Don't know. Don't know, but I'm guessing so. How are you going, mate? Oh, I'm going all right. No, no. Why am I Australian? Oh, I love your podcast. I can't really do an Australian accent, even though I was there for years. Keep on being you. That is not an Aussie accent. <laughs> oh, notice that we're, notice that you're coming to uh, New York City. Oh, he's in. It's not even Australian. Can't do an American accent. Uh, oh, what I found out when I try to do an American accent, my accent is either Canadian or Minnesota. Those. That is my American accent. I don't know why. I, I'd try and do it now, but that, I'm thinking about it too much. You know. I'll try it with this. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, uh, where are they? Uh, I'm just thinking Australian now. Hold on. Uh, What's the American accent? I just think for me, (laughs) notice that you are coming to, (laughs) what is this, New York City this weekend and wondering if you, (laughs) just sound like Stephen Hawking, (laughs) if you wanted to grab a drink or something. I live in, I live, I'm going Southern now. I live in Connecticut. This is not a Connecticut accent. 
but can come down to the city. Let me know what your schedule is. That was that was all right. For, for that's like a southern accent, right? That was all right. That's the best I've ever done it. <laughs> Man, I hate getting these messages and reading them not in time. I'm sorry. I'm in Columbus now. I do apologize, man. That sucks. But I'm in Columbus. Come to Columbus. <laughs> I'll be back in New York. I'll be back in New York at some point. I will. And we will definitely hang out. Or get yourself to Brazil. <laughs> There's a place there with your name on it. Uh, also, I'll be in New York every year at this time for like a week. Every year in January for like a week. So let's make it so. This is the last one for today. This is the last one. This is from Leslie Hill, 99. She says, he says, Leslie could go either way. They say, they say, I enjoyed your rant on affording travel. Yeah, <laughs> I do often do that. It gave me hope of escaping the trap of suburbia. See, this is, this is weird because right now I'm almost, almost See, it sounds weird. Almost craving suburbia. I guess it's because I haven't been in suburbia for a while and I've just been in New York City. So it's like when we got to Columbus and there's no big buildings because we're on the outskirts, it's like, man, this is, yeah, this is better. It looks like, it looks like the American office, you know? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, man, I, I'm also not really, I do also think of suburbia as a bit of a trap, so I'm kind of with you. I am an unemployed English teacher, and while I could go to while I could go to China, Europe is my goal. If I could convince my husband that it can be done uh, for less than we for less than we pay for all this stuff, we don't need. I can't do a tent at my age, though. Thanks for being real. I love England, but it's expensive, so I get it. Yeah, you're right. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. English teacher, unemployed English teacher. Uh, you're absolutely right with what you say in that it can be done for less than you pay for the stuff that you don't need. And it's also quite nice paying for stuff that you in that moment need rather than stuff that you don't, you know? Like I, know, I like to know that, know that my money is going towards something that's, I don't know, like when I'm on the road, all I pay for is food, really. Because <laughs> everything else is like, I don't need that. It's not something I don't, you know, it's not something I need, I don't pay for it, you know? That's what gets me about the, all the house and stuff and insurance for that and insurance for this. It's like, man, really? <laughs> Can't I just be careful? <laughs> but uh, no, I completely understand what you mean. Convincing, uh, convincing husbands is always difficult. Not that I've ever had to do it. My husband's very accommodating. And uh, yeah, that's always a difficult thing. When it comes to convincing blokes of anything, I've said this before, and I may be generalizing, but I am one, so I feel like I can. I can. But uh, hard facts, and this is not to say that women are different when it comes to convincing them. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> hard facts and kind of sources and like spreadsheets. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you came to came to me with a spreadsheet, this is what we pay now, itemized, and this is what I've done all the research. This is what we will pay on the road, itemized. You will see from this spreadsheet. Do it in a PowerPoint presentation with a little clicker next slide you'll see from this slide that um, that everything on the travel thing it's uh, it adds up to a third of the cost of what we pay now so we could be banking we could be banking that <laughs> you can't see me now but i'm doing fantastic powerpoint movements we can be banking that two thirds and then using that towards dot 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 and then uh, oh we could even bank let's say one third extra and we could live 
a higher quality of life when we're traveling. Here is an example, click it, next, next slide. Here is an example of the, uh, of the accommodation that we can stay in uh, using this budget and using the saving of third. Here is an example of that accommodation. Uh, I can see here that on Airbnb they have this, this, and this. And uh, these are three examples. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if I was trying to convince a bloke of anything, that's how I'd do it. That is how I'd do it. So that's, uh, man, I, I just want to make spreadsheets, man. I, I, I love, I was about to swear then. I love making spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Uh, Europe is my goal. Europe, you have, um, so you have a very, very good skill of being, uh, albeit unemployed, an English teacher, right? You have a very good skill there because, I mean, not a lot of Europe is, uh, the first language is English, you know? Like you say, England is nice but expensive. You're right. I mean, nice is debatable. No, no, I like England. <laughs> I feel like there are better places to live. But yeah. So, I mean, if you were to go somewhere like Spain or Portugal, or there's a reason that when when people in England get to about 60, they go, ah, oh, right, I'm going to go to my villa in Spain. I'm going to buy a villa in Spain because it costs about seven quid, and then I'm going to go live there <laughs> for the rest of my days. There's a reason people go there, you know. So if you were to go in Spain or something like that, or even, I don't, I don't know what you're into, you could go to Croatia, lovely there. You could go to Eastern Europe. You could go into Scandinavia, but it's more expensive than the UK there. Uh, but you can go to Germany, whatever. You can go and you can live there uh, for, for cheaper than, uh, d depending on where you're at, for cheaper than where you are potentially and yeah and then you don't even have to live there you could travel around there and just be staying temporarily in other places you could even when you're making this spreadsheet you could even do i've done a, a an example of if we were to do it for a trial period of six months here is an example we put our home up on on, on airbnb right and we say it has 60 percent occupancy i don't know whether that's whether that's uh, accurate but say we have 60 percent of the time it's rented out right? say we have 50 percent. this would generate us this much income right and then from that income and from whatever income we have we have this. And then while we're away for six months, I've already looked at where we could go. I've planned a route. This is where planning can come in helpful. I've planned a route. We go from here to here to here to here. And then here's sample Airbnbs that we can be at. We'll pay this much. And then from here, we can go and see this thing. How magical would that be? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think it's entirely possible. I think the convincing is possible. If he's, if he's into it, of course, you don't want to convince someone to do something they don't want to do. They really don't want to do, you know, that, that never, that, that's... That's a recipe for, what's the word? Hmm. Uh, what's the word? I can't remember the word. Uh, when someone gets you to do something, but you didn't really want to do it, but you do it anyway, like begrudgingly. Holding a grudge is kind of where I'm going. Anyway, resentment, that's the word. It's a recipe for resentment. <laughs> but if, he, if he's kind of into it, then, then go for it, man. Go for it. That's, that's kind of how you can do it. That's how I would do it. That was a long answer. I hope you got anything from that. <laughs> <laughs> right then and now we come to the end of the episode thank you very much for listening it's been fun doing it even though I talked about 70 billion things I don't know what I'm going to call this episode in fact I might call it that I'm going to call it I don't know what I'm going to call this episode <laughs> yeah you already know that because you've already seen the title alright I'll do it I'll do it I don't know what I'm going to call this episode <laughs> If you want to get in touch with me, it's Instagram at Backpack Digital and email Hayden Lee Mail, M-A-I-L at gmail.com. If you're in Columbus, let's hang out. And that's about it, isn't it? There's nothing else I say, is there? No. You can probably already hear the music coming in because I'm going to bring it in about this point after I record this. 
<laughs> yep, sweet. Right, I'll talk to you guys next week where I'll st- still be in Columbus. Hopefully not have the hiccups. But I'll still be in Columbus. And let me know what you think about the Hayden Lee Show, what I should do, when I should have it go live and stuff like that, if you've got any ideas about that. I'm stalling now. It was nice to talk to you because I enjoy this so much. It was nice to talk to you. And I will speak to you guys next week.